Hello, sister friend. Good morning, and thank you so much for listening to Refine and Shine with Amber. Um, I first want to ask for a little bit of grace. Um, I do apologize that this episode is late, according to most. Um, Apparently, (laughs) I tried to record it earlier this week, and it did not save. It was the same day that my Wi-Fi unexpectedly went out. Um, And then I was hit with sickness, and I am still recovering from that sickness. I did get tested for um, corona, but the results have not come in yet. So anyways, just wanted to ask for a little bit of grace as I do um, push forward with today's podcast. Um, Today's podcast is really important, and I just want to say that even if you don't agree with everything that I'm about to say... um, I hope that you will listen. I hope that you will listen to all of it. I hope that you will be open-minded to what I am about to say and that something does resonate with you. Um, So this podcast, unfortunately, will probably not be as energetic (laughs) as the first time that I recorded it. So unfortunate, but that's okay. Um, So as many of you know, I do an online Chasing Faith devotional and This past week, we did Revelation 3, and if you don't know a whole lot about the Bible, Revelation is the very last chapter, and it is um, the promise that he will return to us, and it is one that I really have a difficult time with, and I was so, so thankful that I had the ladies and my devotional, and that we were able to really um, share our different interpretations and find a deeper meaning in this together. By the way, if you are interested in joining my devotional, just find me on Instagram at amberhyatt.fitinfaith. There's a link, excuse me, there's a link in my bio for you to join us for free. So anyways, Revelation 3 is three different letters, okay? And it's three different people. So the first person is someone who he says, Um, has a reputation of being alive, but is actually dead inside. Their spirit is not really alive. Their soul, their, their heart is not really alive. Um, the second person is someone who is not strong enough to stand up on their own two feet. It's easy for them to fall down. It's easy for Satan to get in the way. And then the third individual is someone who, um, thinks that they are rich. They think that they have wealth because of all the things that they acquire, because of all the materialistic things, but they are actually poor in their soul. And so after reading this and realizing that all three of these individuals have different situations, you know, it hit me pretty hard that I have actually been in all three of these phases of life and more than once, you know, I have been the person who thought I was wealthy. I've been the person who wasn't strong enough to realize that Satan was bringing me down. I've been the person who thought that I was living a life where I was fulfilled and alive, but I was missing the, uh, the soul and my heart being alive through, through God. Um, but I want to take it down to revelation 19 through 20 because it gets so, so good here. It states, those whom I love, I rebuke and discipline. And it took a really long time for me to understand this, that God does not discipline those who 
don't know that they're doing wrong. You know, for so long I would sin and then feel so shameful that I just kept repeating that same sin over and over again because I felt like that I couldn't be forgiven and I most certainly couldn't forgive myself. But the thing is, is God is there to take us in and to show us what forgiveness through Him is like, what grace, love, and mercy through Him are actually like. Um, But I will say that if we know that we're doing wrong, and we do wrong anyway, God will be so quick to put us back in check, to give us that gut check and get us on the right path. And I think it's good that he does that because he is our father. He is our heavenly father, and that is his role. Um, But he continues on to say, so be earnest and repent. We are to tell him, Lord, I have forsaked you. Lord, I have done you wrong. Please forgive me. But he knows when we mean it, he knows when it is coming from our art, from our own heart. And he continues on to say, here I am. I stand at the door and knock. I think that line is so powerful because personally, you can probably relate to this. God has knocked figuratively on my door so many times. And there have been times when I did not answer. I ignored his knocks. There have been times when I've opened the door and slammed it back in his face. There have been times when I've let him in and left him completely unattended and then let him see his own way out. (laughs) There have been times when I've let him in and then made him, like kicked him out. Like There have been so many different times. But then he continues on to say, if anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with him and he with me. Like all he wants is to be let in. Be let in your life. Be let in your heart. Be let in your soul and your spirit. And to just simply share a meal with you. To enjoy life with you. That's all he wants. And I think it's crazy to think about that because I don't know a family member, a friend who would knock on my door. And for me to let them come in and them to just simply want to share a meal with me, you know, like they would have tons of questions. They would want to talk about a lot of things. Um, But God is just like, I am here. Tell me what you have done wrong because I'm ready to forgive you. I am ready to love you. And it doesn't matter which phase of life you're in. I am ready to take you in. Like it doesn't matter if you think you're wealthy or if you're too weak to stand on your own two feet or how much evil you've allowed in your life. It doesn't matter if you think that you've been alive for so long. And one of the strongest statements that hit me recently was God saying to me, so you're a believer, but are you a servant? And that was the gut check that God gave me when I reached that phase where I thought that I was alive because I had this reputation that I was doing so well, but I was not awake through him. And he's calling us to wake up. He's calling us to understand that he has a love that only he can give us. But we have to open the door because he's knocked over and over and over again. And you know, as an introvert, it does scare me a little bit that I don't know how many times he has sent other people to knock for them. And I might have ignored them. I do know of times 
um, when I did listen. You know, for example, when I was in college and someone that I barely knew invited me to my first Bible study and I was terrified, but something in me was like, you've got to go. So I went alone and there were very few people there, like less than 10. Um, and it was in their apartment on campus and I felt so uncomfortable the entire time, but I knew that that was one of God's planting his seeds. That was him planting a seed. That was him knocking on my door, but I don't know of how many times he sent someone else to knock on my door and I didn't listen. So, this was not as strong as I want it to be, and I do apologize for that. But I hope that you understand this. God's knocking, and I hope that you're listening, and I hope that you're taking a moment to just be still and to let Him take you in no matter what phase of life you're in and to know that you will visit all three phases, and you will probably visit them more than once. But God is there to forgive us we just need to repent and let him love us the way that we're meant to be loved thank you so much for listening to this and for giving me grace today have a wonderful blessed day